Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to another Monday Moments with John O'Leary on the Live Inspired Network. On these Monday mornings, we always try to bring you a short burst of inspiration to get you into your week and into your life on the right foot. We had a guest back on episode 138. So it's been a while for those of you who've been hanging around for all 270 of them. Her name is Natalie Nixon. She is a phenomenal human being. She's incredibly articulate. She's someone I look up to and consider a friend. And it's very cool that we get to bring her back on to the show. We seldom bring guests back on unless they really have a message that just needs to be heard. And during this season of COVID-19, during the season of uncertainty, during the season when many of us are dealing with personal loss or the prospects of personal loss, what better time is there for us to talk about creativity, about inspiration, about life, and about the things that actually matter. So Natalie Nixon, my friend and published author, welcome back to Live Inspired with John O'Leary. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me back. I feel really special that um, I've been invited back. It was, it was really awesome to have that first conversation with you. Well, it's like anybody can be invited to a party once. You, you know, though, you're a buddy when you get brought back to the party. So that's certainly how we feel about you, Natalie, and your friend, Natalie, Thank because you. of your heart but because of your mind. So why don't, why don't we begin with your heart first? You and I are having this conversation in late spring of 2020 and it's chaos all around us. So tell me how you're feeling and uh, how you're feeling today. Well, physically, I'll tell you, my heart center feels a little taut. It feels a little tight. And we were just sharing, I, I, I just got an update on the news. As you said, this is now end of March of 2020. And uh, you know, news that the morgues in New York City are starting to overflow. So that's a very pungent and visceral uh, image as a human. I just, my heart goes out to anyone who, people who are working through that, family members who are trying to support and stay connected to each other. But the word that keeps coming up for me, that it's been my sign off in emails that I, I keep saying is buoyancy, mm. to stay buoyant. And I was sharing that with a friend and, and she said, you know, that, that's, that's a great word. And, and it reminds me, she, she was, she's been going through these Zoom um, morning meditation sessions. And one of the meditations, the visualization was a cork on the water. And I remember that when you first learn to swim in the ocean, you are advised and taught that if um, you feel like you're swimming in the ocean and you're, and you're starting to, to lose wind, um, you think, oh my gosh, am I drowning? What's the first thing you do? you turn over onto your back and you just float. Mm -hmm. And there is this sense of relinquishment when you're floating in water on your back. There's this sense of you shift perspective, right? You see that big sky above you versus like the churning that you've been doing. And so for me, from an emotional human um, perspective, what I have been meditating on and praying about and sharing about with so many people is just an encouragement to stay buoyant, to keep coming up, to keep coming up. And I think even when, whenever our conversation airs, I think that's an example of one of those life lessons from this chapter in the world that we will um, carry forward. That is so good. I'll be stealing shamelessly and then giving credit. <laughs> Okay. You know, I've talked about jazz in the past, and it ain't it, it ain't stealing if you're playing with friends. So that's right. Uh, I am playing with a friend right now. You wrote a book called The Creativity Leap. I'm going to ask this in two different ways. Tell me why this book mattered when you wrote it, and then the second one's going to bring it up to speed on where we are right now in the world. But wh why did you feel the need to write the book, The Creativity Leap? I love the way you framed that question. So 
The reason why I thought there was a need to write the book is because a couple of reasons. Number one, I observed in my consulting practice, especially among corporate clients, a lot of churning around this word innovation. Everyone's to, everyone is trying to build a culture of innovation, sustain innovation, but I got the creeping sensation that we were all talking over and around each other. And I didn't understand why I was feeling that way. Mm. There's a lot of verbiage being thrown around and not really seeing even incremental change, let alone exponent, exponential change. And in my perspective, what I arrived at is that we actually have to pause and have to start with creativity because creativity is the engine for innovation. So when I, when I, th this book is a combination of five years worth of research and thinking and practice. And um, as you know, I, I define creativity as our capacity to toggle between wonder and rigor to solve problems. I love that. Thank you. And to produce novel value. And so, so many of our organizations, we think we're good at the rigor part. What we call rigor are meetings and rule books and procedure, but I'm not sure that's actually rigor, right? If it doesn't help us with getting really good at honing a skill in deep specialization. The wonder is definitely what we need to spend more time on developing, designing. Um, wonder is about pausing and awe and audacity. So, the reason for writing the book was to give people an accessible way to build in wonder and rigor to solve problems, to understand that all of us are creative. It's part of our, um, the way we're designed. Um, and for those who already think they're creative, who are part of the creative economy, well, it gives you, equips you with language and a, a set of tools to have a seat at the table. Why more than ever in this fourth industrial revolution, where tech is ubiquitous, we've got to amplify with what it means to be uniquely human. I mean, I would like to have you drop the mic on that one, but unfortunately I said there's two questions, so you've answered the first beautifully. The second is, so that's what we needed. Back in the, the early, you know, long, long, long ago, back in early 2020, that's what we needed. Now we deal with the COVID-19. Now we deal with job displacement. Now we deal with the plague that is sweeping the globe. Now we deal with people dealing with despair. So tell us why this book that you spent five years researching and writing and really praying over and then creating, why does it still matter? Uh, because ambiguity loves creativity. That's another thing I've been saying quite a bit. When in these you know, VUCA environments that are volatile and certain complex and ambiguous, there's no clear entry point or and no clear exit out of the tangled ball of yarn that is the problem. So when we're sitting in a situation where, um, you know, income revenue is dramatically diminishing, where people are losing a sense of purpose, especially when their purpose has been tied to, to their work, to their J-O-B, when people are, are needing to um, seriously reinvent, this is exactly the time to embrace your creativity okay. and to begin hacking on a personal level, the ways that you can find that spark, um, sustain that that spark for creativity. Because, you know, so, so I, I posted on LinkedIn this article, I think it was from Inc. Magazine, about how working from home is like a really great thing to, thing to do from a management perspective, efficiency perspective. And what I think is so interesting is that we are actually, we're coming full circle to a way of working 
where there are blurred boundaries between work and home, right? Because once upon a time in agricultural economy, like you stepped over the threshold of your front door and right. you were at uh, work, right? So it's so interesting how now it's, I, I think if once we're able to zoom out of this conundrum, we will be aligned with the way of being and a way of working that, you know, we've alienated um, from. But it, at, at the crux of it, it is about, um, embracing our creativity, which is about recombinations of ideas. It's, it's juxtaposing things that we, we previously would have never juxtaposed. It's, it's embracing, like, I, I'll do a shout out to Dance Fit Exertainment. I am a devotee of hip hop dance classes. And this young woman, Bria Moss Wilkerson, who's the founder and owner, you know, she went from being totally dismayed and discouraged two weeks ago about how am I gonna stay afloat? And it's still a challenge. But she totally pivoted, is offering online classes, and now she's discovered a new revenue stream, a new platform. So it's things like this that are going to help us to, to uncover some opportunities creatively that we will sustain. Final question for you, my friend, Natalie. What's one thing that you're doing today to remain buoyant? Because I'm I would imagine many of us feel the farthest thing from a cork floating looking up at the sky, we feel like a weight being dragged to the very the very bottom of the sea. So what is one thing that Natalie is doing today to remain on fire and in awe and wildly buoyant for life? Well, I am really fortunate to have been born and raised in the city of brotherly love, Philly. And we are a city that has nat natural parks and creeks th designed throughout, whether you live in the hood or you live in a Tony neighborhood. And I'm going to take a walk. Um, they'll probably take about 40 minutes through the woods. The rain has stopped and there's nothing as regenerative to me as smelling soil and the droplets from the, the wet branches, you know, falling on my face and the deep breathing that happens through what the Japanese call forest bathing. So I'm gonna go for a walk. Well, my friend, you enjoy your forest bathing. Uh, the book is coming out June 23, we're a day early for it. June 23, the, the book comes out. It's a great read by a phenomenal lady and a good friend, Natalie Nixon. Thank you for the time, thank you for the words. And thank you for reminding us that in spite of the water, the storms, and the waves, we can remain buoyant. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it and continued success to you. The book, just to make sure everybody has it in front of them, is called... The Creativity Leap, Unleash Curiosity, Improvisation, and Intuition at Work. And where can we find more? Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or at, directly through the publisher, Barrett Kohler. And this is your day. Live Inspired.